A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to A Table of Fables. I am James Funny Hat. My hat today is not funny, except maybe for the height. It's about as tall as... Well, I guess it's as tall as a broomstick, but that's not really funny. It's tall, and tall is tall, and funny is funny, so I don't think it's funny. It does make it difficult to walk through doors with this hat on, though. But, no, I wouldn't say it's funny hat. Well, thanks for tuning in. This episode today is supported by Emily and Elise in Leaside. Thank you so much, Emily and Elise. You can find out how to support the show at my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com. Another way to help the show is you can pass on a link to your friends, or you can send reviews so I can post them on my website. We have a question today from Arjun. He writes, Hi, James Funnyhat. I have a question for you. Every time Avery asks you, about the color of your story bell, you tell a different color. One time you said green, one time black, and one time purple. Hmm. Well, thanks for your question, Arjun. I, I don't think that could be true. Let me do some research. Hmm. Okay, now I'm looking at my notes and... Wait a minute. Episode 6... I said the story hat was blue. Episode 7, I said it was green. Episode 8, I said it was purple. And then episode 9, I said it was black. And then one minute later said it was turquoise. Arjun, you're right. I'm saying that the story bell is a different color every single time. Well, uh, how did that happen? Do you know what? I know how it happened. I forgot to look. I should have looked at the story bell to find out what color it is, because then I won't be just going from memory and saying it's a different color every time. Okay, let's make a new rule. From now on, if anyone asks 
James Funny Hat, what color the story bell is, he has to look. No, but wait a second. You're not allowed to ask what color the story bell is. So if anyone asks James Funny Hat what color anything is, he has to look. Thank you for your question, Arjun. And I'm really sorry for making those mistakes. Next time, I should look. We also have a question today. And it's from Dante in Etobicoke. Dear James Funnyhead, How many fingers can you fit in your mouth and still talk? Well, I don't know. I never tried, Dante. Um, let's see. Okay, I'll take my right hand and I'll take my thumb and put it in. And, uh, okay, I can still talk like this. Yeah, and now I'm going to put my index finger in. Now i got two fingers, Dante. And now I'm going to put three fingers in. Okay, i got three fingers, and I'm still talking, okay? Now four fingers. Okay, and now, Dante, I'm going to put five fingers. And now, okay, now I'm going to put six fingers. And hello, hello, and eight fingers. And now I'm gonna hunt dying Okay. Well, I found out something new today. I can talk with ten fingers in my mouth. Could you understand what I was saying, Dante? Let me try it again. I'll put in ten fingers and you try to guess what I'm saying, okay? I sang a little song, and tell me if you can guess what that song was, and then I'll know that you could understand me very well when I'm talking with ten fingers in my mouth. Well, today we have a story. It's from a country called Jamaica, and it's a story about Anansi. And in Jamaica, they say that all the stories in the whole world belong to Anansi. Now, the thing about Anansi is that he's a trickster. And sometimes, in fact a lot, he says things that are not true. And it always gets him in trouble. And you may have noticed by now that one of the things that you can do with your words is to say something that is not true. You can say something happened when it didn't happen, for example. Well, I think the most important thing that you can possibly do is to tell the truth as best as you can all the time. It's easy to say something that's not true. Maybe, for example, if you knew you're not supposed to eat a cookie and then you couldn't resist and you did eat the cookie, and then your mom asked you about it, and you didn't want to get in trouble, you didn't want her to be mad, and you said, no, I, I didn't need it. Don't do that. There are so many bad things about telling something that's not true. And, and Nancy will show you. Here's one thing that's really bad. If your words don't match the real world, like you know you did eat the cookie, but you said that you didn't eat the cookie, you're making a little world in your mind where you didn't eat the cookie. But that world is not a real world. And your mom, she might be thinking, I live in a world where cookies don't just disappear. But you're telling her that that cookie just disappeared because no one was around but you. 
Well, what happened? You're making a different world in your mind that's not a real world, and you're making your mom change the world in her mind. It's way, way better to have the world of your own mind match the real world. Because the real world is way bigger and has been around for a lot longer than the world that you make inside your own mind. And you can share that world with everyone. If you make a world inside your mind that's not true, you can't share it with anyone and you'll be all alone. So, don't do it as best as you can. Tell the truth. And here comes a story about Anansi. Take a deep breath, and when you hear the story bell ring, put your hands up in the air, and when you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down. Take a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. One more in, and another out. Here comes the story bell. In the middle of the Caribbean Sea, there's an island called Jamaica, and there lives Anansi. Anansi is a spider who is a magical spider. Anansi is a trickster who always loves to play tricks on all the other animals, and sometimes he changes into a person and plays tricks on people. When you hear Anansi coming, it sounds like this. So when you hear that sound, look out, because Tricky Anansi is coming. They say in Jamaica that all the stories in the whole world belong to Anansi. The good ones and the bad ones. And you know what the bad stories are. Those are the ones that aren't true. There are three other things that you need to know about Anansi. One is that he was very lazy and hated to work and he would avoid work whenever he could. The other is that he loved to eat and he would eat all day if he could. The third thing is he has no hair. His head is bald, as bald as a mango. But he wasn't always bald. He used to have a big head of thick curly hair. This is the story of how Anansi lost his hair and how even to this day he still has tricks, he still has stories, but his head is as bald as a mango. It was a sad day on the island of Jamaica because Mouse's grandmother died. She had lived a very long life and she was very happy but she became sick and she passed away. All the animals loved her very much and respected her very much, so they had a feast to remember all the things that they loved about her. They made a huge spread of food with fruit, meat, bread, patties, desserts, all the things the animals loved. And all the animals were there, sharing food and remembering Mouse's grandmother and talking about the things that they loved about her. Dog was saying, I'm going to miss playing hide-and-go-seek with her. Monkey said, 
I'm going to miss her banana bread. It was the best. Mongoose said, I'm really going to miss her stories. Deer said, I'm going to miss our walks together in the forest. And Tiger said, I'm going to miss all her cooking. Anansi was not invited to the feast because Anansi had played so many tricks on the animals over the years that they learned it was best not to invite him. Well, he had a very good nose, and he smelled all the food, and he thought, what's going on? There must be a feast, and I better go and eat. So Anansi headed down to the feast, and as he approached, one of the animals, Mouse, saw him and said, hey, everybody, look, here comes Anansi. Dog said, Anansi's only here for the food. Monkey said, Yeah, he doesn't care about Mouse's grandmother. Mongoose said, Yes, he's only here to eat. Deer said, I know Anansi, he's only here to eat. Tiger said, Yep, only here to eat. Well, Anansi heard what the other animals were saying, because not only was his sense of smell very strong, his sense of hearing was also very strong, and he could hear things from a long way away. Not only that, he knew that what the animals were saying was true. He was there for the food, and he knew they wouldn't think that was very nice. And he knew that if they thought he wasn't very nice, he wouldn't be able to trick them. So he thought to himself, I better trick these animals into thinking that I am very nice, and I know just the way. And a very tricky, tricky trick came into his head, and he started to do his plan that very minute. Anansi walked right into the feast where all the other animals had gathered, and he put on the saddest expression that he could make, and he said, I'm so sad about Mouse's grandmother that I'm not going to eat anything at this feast, and I'm not going to eat anything for Eight days. All the other animals laughed. They said, ha, 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 ha. Anansi not eating at a feast? Ha, 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 ha. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Dog said, Anansi couldn't go eight days without eating. Monkey said, Anansi couldn't go eight hours without eating. Mongoose said, Anansi couldn't go Eight minutes without eating. <laughs> and Tiger said, <laughs> Anansi couldn't go eight seconds without eating. <laughs> and all the animals laughed and laughed and laughed. But Anansi just said, No, I am so sad that I will not eat for eight days. And he walked away from the feast with a sad look on his face. Well, Anansi went off in the forest because, of course, Anansi is not going to go eight days without eating, and he was going to eat something that very day, but he had to keep it a secret. So Anansi went into his little shack in the woods, and Anansi closed the windows and closed the door so no one could see inside. And inside, he made a huge pot of beans, enough to feed two Anansis. 
And the next day, he went out to where the animals were and said, I'm so sad about Mouse's grandmother, but I haven't eaten all day. I'm so sad. The other animals were surprised. Dog said, I didn't think he could do it. <laughs> Me neither, said the monkey. Mongoose, I didn't think Anansi could do it. Anansi walked away and thought, <laughs> I tricked them. Well, next day he did the same thing. He went to his little shack in the woods. He closed the windows. He closed the door. He made a huge fire. He put on a big pot. He made enough beans this time for four Anansis. And he ate it all up. And he went to where the animals were and said, I'm still so sad about Mouse's grandmother. I haven't eaten now for two days. The other animal said, Wow, I didn't think Anansi could do it. And he walked away and thought, <laughs> I tricked them again. Next day, same thing. Closed the windows, closed the door, made a big fire, put on a big pot, and made enough beans for eight people. Ate them all up. <laughs> walked to where the animals were and said, I'm so sad I haven't eaten for three days. I miss Mouse's grandmother so much. And the animal said, Wow, I didn't think he could do it. And he did it day after day. On the seventh day, the animals were gathered together and they were talking amongst themselves and Dog said, I'm starting to think that Anansi's not so bad after all. He really misses Mouse's grandmother. He hasn't eaten in seven days. Monkey said, I'm really surprised too. Mongoose said, I think that Anansi's going to get sick. Deer said, Maybe we should bring him some food. Tiger said, That's a good idea. Anansi's not so bad after all. Everyone get some food. So the animals all decided that Anansi was actually not so bad, and they decided they would feed Anansi. They all gathered some food, and they carried all their food, and they went into the woods right where Anansi's shack was, and they knocked on the door, and they said, Anansi, how are you in there? <laughs> Anansi, we brought you some food. Anansi was in his shack, and the windows were closed, and the door was closed, and he had a fire, and he had a huge pot of beans, and there were enough beans to feed 700 Anansis, and there he was eating the beans. And as the animals knocked on the door, he said, Go away, I'm so sad about Mouse's grandmother that I'm not eating for another day. The animals knocked harder on the door. Let us in, Anansi. We want to feed you. You're going to get sick if you don't eat. I'm not going to eat, said Anansi, as he ate and ate and ate the beans and the animals could not see him. Deer said, Anansi, please open the door. We want to feed you. Go away, 
said Anansi as he stuffed his mouth full of beans. Finally, Tiger said, Anansi, I'm going to break down the door. We have to feed you. And Tiger, with his big muscles, pushed open the door. And when the door swung open, all the animals saw Anansi sitting there with a huge pot of beans enough for seven hundred people. Well, here is how tricky Anansi is and how fast his mind works. As soon as that door swung open, he grabbed the pot of beans right off the fire and it was burning, burning hot. And he thought, where am I going to hide it? Where am I going to hide these beans? And he put it on his head. He put the whole pot right on his head. And as the burning hot pot was on his head so he could hide the beans, it was so hot it made him start to move around like... As the burning hot pot was on his head and the beans started to drip down, he started to go, It hurt so much he had to stand up. It hurt so much he had to jump up and down. He was jumping around with the hot pot on his head going, Dog said, What are you doing, Anansi? Anansi said, oh, uh, ow, 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 ow. I'm just uh, uh, doing the pot dance. Uh, all the spiders do it after a funeral. We put a hot pot on our head and we dance. Ay, 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 ow. Monkey said, I never heard of a pot dance. Anansi said, oh, uh, yeah, uh, we all do the pot dance. Uh, all the spiders do. Ow, ow, ow. It was so hot. It was burning his head. Tiger said, I've never heard of the pot dance either. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Anansi said, we all do the ouch, ouch, ouch pot dance. It's, it's, all the spiders do it, but I gotta go, guys. Bye. He bolted out the door with the pot on his head. He ran as fast as he could down to the river. He took the pot off his head and put his head right into the river. The water from the river cooled off his head, but when he pulled his head out of the water, he didn't anymore have a thick head of curly hair. He was bald, as bald as a mango. So Anansi paid the price, because his story wasn't true. Boys and girls, so would I, and so would you. And that's the end of this story. And that's the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. I am James Funnyhat. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you would like to support the show, you can find out how at jamesfunnyhat.com. You can also tell your friends about the show. You can leave kind reviews if you love the show. And you can anytime, please write me a letter. Send me a message if you'd like to have any questions answered. Thank you so much to Elise and Emily for supporting the show today. And we'll see you next time 
on the table of fables.